This is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. Dr. Teresa Tam sit down for another press conference. I think she's done a wonderful job all throughout this pandemic. She's always been clear and answered everybody's questions and, you know, kind of relayed the information in a in a good way. Yeah, different but, from other people. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Um, but uh, on Friday, she was, of course, talking about the, the second wave because we're having more than 500 cases a day yeah. and the projections for Ontario if cases don't, you know... If things could get crazy if we don't take additional measures. So Dr. Teresa Tam, she she had some some interesting words, some interesting sayings yes. on Friday, I should say. This time we've got to bend it like Canadians. We'll need to give it the old double double. She said bend it like Canadians. <laughs> And give it the old double-double. So, again, she's referencing to the fact that we've kind of got to buckle down. We've got to do the right thing. And then she, she, like, was it was she re- referencing Bend It Like Canadians to the movie Bend It Like Beckham? Of course Like, that's she exactly was. what I thought. <laughs> yeah. And then instead that's... of using the phrase, give it the old college try, you got to give it the old double-double. <laughs> or, uh, you know what, I, or like the old, I don't I don't think I've ever said the old college try, but the old, like, one-two punch. The old one-two I've punch, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. just give it the old double-double. I feel like that's got to be a thing now. That's got to be a saying. I need, I need to hear this again. So this, this is, this was... Dr. Teresa Tam talking about what we need to do into with with COVID in second wave. This time we've got to bend it like Canadians. We'll need to give it the old double double. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. That's I'm all I'm gonna do now is use those two sayings. We just gotta bend it like Canadians. Just give you the old double double. Country 104. We were looking at the forecast for the weekend and what it was gonna be like over the next couple of days. So it was you know a, a bit of a chilly, cool, rainy weekend. Yeah. And I said I said Kyle. This is perfect because now that the cool weather is here, that means next week is pasta week. Pasta season has officially arrived. And listen, corn has a specific season. Apples have a specific season. Pumpkin pie is normally had around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But when you were like, we're now into pasta season. I need I need to hold up for a second because there are certain <laughs> foods that don't have a season. Certain foods are three, six, five all year round. Pasta in my in my childhood in my household was had. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. Three times a week. Oh, we we were, we're a chicken family. We have chicken probably three nights All a right. week, like All consistently. Right. But but I mean, for me, I think of pasta as being a fall winter meal because when it is thirty degrees out in the summer, you've got your AC cranked. The last thing I want to do is slave over a lasagna and put that in the oven at four fifty for an hour to cook. Like oh, I'm man. not I'm not doing that when it's thirty degrees outside. Give me a lasagna in an igloo. Give me a lasagna when I'm on the beach in thirty five degree weather. I don't <laughs> care. Lasagna okay. is lasagna. It's different for me. Okay, so tell tell me this then, like hamburgers to me you have a hamburger in the spring like a may 2-4 is a great great barbecue weekend you have burgers all summer long but i'll I'll barbecue in the winter also have a nice steak or chicken kebabs or something in the winter but you know when it's minus 20 and snowy i'm not going outside to grill up a, a 
burger. Super Bowl Sunday in February. I'm absolutely going outside and cooking some burgers and hot dogs. <laughs> There's not a chance in the world that I'm okay, not okay. doing that. Out, outside of <laughs> Super Bowl, Bowl Sunday, then outside of outside of that February second or whatever it's going to be this yep. year. Oh, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I will cook whatever the temperature is. If I'm feeling a burger, I'm going to have a hamburger, and there's nothing that's going to stop me. No rain, no snow, no weather. Country 104. New week starts. You got to walk into work. You got to just vast majority of emails, maybe got some stuff to catch up on, and you, know, you start to feel you know a little stressed out. And, you know, there's probably, you, you'd probably pay a little bit to go 24 hours stress-free. A full day. Full day. I'm not no stressed. Stress. I'm not anxious. I'm not thinking about the deadline that's coming up nope. or what I've got to do to clean my house to get ready for this, that. The, I'm just stressed just thinking about that. Oh, boy. Uh, stress is peaked at 817 on a Monday morning. So so a study was done, mm-hmm. and it found that, that people would pay to have a stress-free day. What would the average person pay for a stress-free day? The top answer was at least... $500 to go stress-free for one day. I don't know if I would pay that much, to be honest with you. I feel like I feel like if you are willing to pay upwards of 500 you've got, you got a, lot a lot of stress, stress going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a big chunk of change. There's got to be a lot going on, a lot weighing on your shoulders for that. I think I'd go, I don't know, I feel like I'd go anywhere. I think the max I would do is $100. But that would be like if I knew it was a stressful day, like if I had a job interview or if I was going on like a first date or getting, you know, like one of those things where like, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. leading up, it's going to be stressful and you can preemptively make sure that no stress happens that day. I think I I think I'd do a hundred bucks. I would save up for it, though. You know what? I'm I'm wondering how in the world do you achieve 24 hours stress free? Because yeah, if I we're just know. if we're just putting all this stress on hold, now I'm just more stressed because I'm thinking about all the stress that's coming tomorrow once this 24 hours is over. Yeah, it's just it's just no <laughs> end. And also, if you pay to have no stress, then you're stressed about paying money and losing money because money I feel <sighs> like is a big indicator it's a big of stress. Cycle. Yeah, this is this is a nonstop. This study's got a lot of holes in it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Country 104. Ivy, my dog, will be turning three years old wow, in almost what? a month. Yeah, November, I think it's the 23rd. I think it's Come on, you gotta know your dog's birth. Come it's, on. It's November 23rd. <laughs> I didn't want to seem too eager and like say the exact time and the exact date, but November 23rd is her birthday. And yeah, I, I got her two and a half years ago now, and she's almost three. And, you know, I, uh, that dog is just she's changed everything in my life and i just i can't even imagine it's one of those things where once you have it you can't imagine life without it what was life without pre-ivy pre-ivy was not a time i want to be around in yeah instead of ad it's pi (laughs) pre-ivy uh but uh, kyle there was a new study that came out and it was about dog owners and, and pet owners and it found that more than half of pet owners are actually jealous of their pets. Okay. Okay. There Let's hear the a, theory. So they, one, said their pets get to sleep whenever they want. 100%. Two, 
have no worries or stress. Three, don't have to go to work. They don't have to pay for things. They never have to make hard decisions. They're just happy to go outside for a walk. They always get snacks. They always get treats. And of course, they always fit into cozy places and get cuddles and unconditional love. Listen, I have seen you... She can do no wrong, especially with my significant other. Uh, Ivy mm-hmm. can do basically whatever, and she is still the cutest thing, and she's perfect, and she can't do anything wrong. She's never in trouble, and she takes all the attention away, and yeah, there's a, there's a little envy right there. I know that I, Ivy gets a lot of the attention, but the envy and jealousy that I have is expected, and it's not it's not in any way, shape, or form a bad thing. I just... She just, she gets all the love and she deserves it. Country 104. This school year is, of course, a little bit different. We've been hearing from teachers over the past couple of weeks who have been, you know, trying their best to do this online learning and making it as easy as possible for kids and for parents. And, and like, you know, yesterday was World Teacher Day. So kudos and a shout out to all the teachers out there yeah. doing a great job. Uh, but Kyle, there's a story coming out of Calgary right now, the University of Calgary, <laughs> a story that just had me scratching my head kyle all right let's hear it a teacher researcher named sarah eaton said cheating in online classes has been on the rise ever since school resumed well yeah like i'm not i'm not blaming a the kids for it and i'm not like saying it's it's anyone's fault here but it just goes hand in hand like you you start putting chocolate in front of your kid and walking away and you come back and the chocolate's gone. It's, it's no one's fault. Like you, you put it there <laughs> right in front of them for the chance to take it. It's, it's just the way it is. You give them a little bit. Like I could have written this article before school even started, had it ready to go and then posted it two weeks later. Right. So apparently uh, universities across Canada are reporting a 38% increase in what they are calling academic misconduct, which I I appreciate that they're classing it up a little bit. They're not just saying 38% of y'all are cheating, cut it out. (laughs) But uh, it's just a click of a button. I thought it would be a lot higher, to be honest with you. You're telling me only a third of the kids or just over a third of the kids are doing it. The other two thirds are being good. That's way better than I thought was going to be the thing. (laughs) I was thinking it was going to be vice versa where two thirds of the kids are like, let me just Google search this real quick. And oh, yeah, I know the answer. No big deal. When you did your uh, boaters, do you have your boaters license? Uh, Not anymore. Okay. I remember taking that Because it expires, right? I don't think it, I think it's good. I, I hope it doesn't. I haven't checked mine in years. Oh, I feel like, I, oh no, that's fishing. That's for your fishing yeah, license your fishing expires. Uh, I remember they used to have like the boat smart exam, like pop-ups in, in different areas that you could go do it, or you could do it online. And I might have done mine online. Oh, I absolutely did and, mine online. <laughs> and might have been part of that 38%. I don't know. Country 104. You know, I like a good pumpkin spice latte, but, but I like the pumpkin spice latte. I, I don't like my pumpkin spice on craft, craft dinner, dinner or anything oh. else. So what is this new invention that they've come up with? So there is a spot in Vancouver, right? They call themselves uh, the Shameless Buns Restaurant. (laughs) Isn't that just, first of all, a great name? Shameless Buns in Vancouver. 
I would I would absolutely go eat a burger there. That sounds like a great burger joint. So they have every year they do this. They have brought back their popular pumpkin spice spam fries as well as their not so basic beep pumpkin spice spam sandwich. Okay. Well, here's the thing before I make spam my spam fries and sandwich with a pumpkin spice twist on I it. I don't even know what's what is, are <laughs> spam fries like slices of spam cut into french fry shape and then deep fried? Basically in the picture, that's about exactly the way you would describe oh. it. Okay, so I've got Mark from Fresh Mornings. He is a spam. I, I know that he's tried it. So, <laughs> so you reached I out asked, to him. Yeah. I reached out to him and I asked him, how would you describe the taste of spam? Because I, I wanted to know what, you know, but before I make my pumpkin spice spam judgment, I wanted to know what I was getting myself into. Mark says, not only do I eat it, I enjoy it. Huh. Even the dollar store brand of spam is good spam is like a cubed hot dog without the outer skin and it slides out of a can and you can slice it kind of salty at times Uh question mark and kyle it gets even better he says slap that baby on some toast with mustard oh my god it just i've the sliding I, out of a can So thing. descriptive and so gross. I can't remember <laughs> oh the li- I don't know if I've ever actually had spam before. I mean, maybe when I was like, I don't, I honestly After don't remember. After that description. I don't want to ever try it. So <laughs> are you, are you tossing a no way or a thumbs down to, uh, to the pumpkin spice spam fries? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a hard no for me. Listen, you can deep fry a lot of things to cover up the taste of it, but like that description might've just ruined it for me moving forward. Country 104. It's been a crazy week so far and I am slowly starting to get the, uh, Slowly starting to feel what it's like as, as every day goes by. I feel older and older each and every day with all of the adult things that have been going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I came across, actually, Kyle, a Reddit feed because Reddit's my new favorite website. We've got an Am I the A-Hole story coming up for you a little Reddit's bit later money. on this morning. And I, I think this Am I the A-Hole story is going to boil some people's blood. But mm-hmm. on, the, on Reddit, there was a list of moments when you realized... You were old, like oh gosh, when you when you have to sign into a website like the LCBO or whatever, and you have to plug in your birth year, and <laughs> the little wheel comes up with all the different years, and you scroll, and you scroll, and you keep scrolling. When you have to get to that third find- scroll, that's when you know you're getting up there. Holy yeah, smokes! Absolutely. Uh, there was another one that said I was watching a rerun of Friends. And realized that the characters were younger than me. Oh, my gosh. I think in the first season, I think they're 26. Yeah. Oh, no, that hurts my brain. That hurts a lot. Wow. I'm just trying to think of of anything else. I mean, when you start getting excited when you go to Ikea, that's one. Okay, that that hit me a couple years ago. Ikea is like like when you were a kid, you like to go to McDonald's play place. I remember you dreaded going to Ikea because it was so long. And now we like book a day trip to go there. It's like going to an amusement park now. Yeah, like when you were a kid, you you were excited to go to the McDonald's play place. Now you're excited to go to (laughs) Ikea. Uh, Somebody else also commented saying when a pack of teenagers were laughing and having fun outside, 
And I just got frustrated at the noise they made. That's how they knew it was their time. The, the group of hoodlums that come running by. The, the whole group of... <laughs> Get off my lawn! With your fist in the air as you're shaking it, like, ah, the, turn the music down. <laughs> Country 104. All the farmers that are... Probably up around the same time we are, Leanne, probably like 4 a.m., possibly earlier, getting ready for the day. And, you know, we know that they work those those 11, 12, 13, 14, 15-hour days sometimes, depending on uh, the season, depending on what type of farmers you may be. But, you know, that doesn't mean that you're not busy in other aspects of your life. Yeah, so a study came out the other day. And if you're listening, if you're on a farm right now listening, Text us or call us because we want to know if this is true. A study revealed that farmers get it on more than (laughs) any other profession. A third of those surveyed, a third of all farmers surveyed said they're getting busy once a day. Farmers were number one. They were followed by architects at number two, hairstylists at number three. I thought this this was funny. Journalists. Are the least likely to be getting it on. (laughs) No. We got to change that narrative, I guess. Right? (laughs) So, farmers, is this true? And what's your secret? 5-9-6-4-3-1-0-3-9. Tell us everything. Country 104. This week was was a little bit more stressful than most weeks for me as I was trying to finalize all of the paperwork and payments and, and get everything organized uh, as we picked up the keys to our brand new house yesterday. And mm-hmm. everything kind of aligned perfectly. And I didn't think we were going to get there, but, you know, it, it was meant to be. And, and we're just happy that the whole process is done. Yeah, Kyle, I think your stress was probably at an 11 out of 10 at at some points leading up to yesterday. But Kyle, I've got some good news. It's all smooth sailing from here. A study was done and it it listed the most stressful life events. Okay. All right. Number five was starting your first ever job. Number four was having children. Wow. Number three, getting married. Sure. Number two, going through a divorce. Oof, and yeah. the number one most no. stressful life event was moving. Was moving. How, how is that more stressful than a, than divorce. a divorce? More stressful than, than having a kids? Kid? Yeah, I don't know that. I that's guess a, that's a lifelong stress event. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I mean, I guess because a lot of moving and. Oh, I guess not moving. I think the process of getting a house is, I guess, might be part of it. So it's it's the whole thing encompassed into that one category. But it's it's because you don't have control over certain aspects. Like you give all your information to somebody else and then they have to process it and they do everything. So you're just sitting waiting for a phone call or an email and a day goes by and two days go by and you're like, are we getting it? So, <laughs> yeah. so I think that was the most stressful part is when it was out of our hands and we had sure. no control over when or what was going to happen. Yeah, the, absolutely. And, and the story did break down more into why moving is okay. stressful. And it's the, the, it's also, you know, they were talking about just, just packing yeah. and trying to sort everything out and trying to figure out what to throw out and what to keep, mm-hmm. what to bring with you. And Kyle, third, I'm curious if yesterday and while you were packing, if this counts for you, okay. 35% of people say they, they are like one, one in four things get, or sorry, four things get broken during the process of moving. 
on average, about four things, okay? Okay. 35% of people say not all of those breakages are accidental. (laughs) 35% of people say they will break or dispose of, discard of something of their significant others (laughs) that they don't like. Like, oh no, your giant ostrich painting for when you were in college accidentally broken four pieces. Oh what are no, we it got ripped do? right down the middle. <laughs> did you did you do anything like that, no, Kyle? Were, I have were you not sneaky? Done any of that yet. Country 104. You know me, you know I like a good pun. I appreciate a good dad joke every now and then, right? Oh, trust me. I am I'm fully aware of your of the <laughs> yeah. puns I get at five in the morning when you're like, okay, Ka, heard this joke. What do you think? And then you just hit me with it. So I'm very and they're aware. All, they're all terrible, but I try my best. And I and I thought, you know, for all the dads out there, I'd maybe uh, maybe give you a little extra ammo for the Thanksgiving uh for the turkey dinner this weekend. So Kyle, I found my best turkey jokes okay so you're gonna read these off to me i've got yes. some i've got some audio of my own to oh, play, to play okay. after the okay. jokes okay i'm nervous right. okay right. so kyle who is not hungry at thanksgiving the turkey because he's already stuffed hey, hey. Thank that you. was good thank that you. was good that was good okay kyle what sound does a turkey's phone make Wing, 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 wing. <laughs> I'm making myself laugh. That's that was, terrible. That was, That's terrible. That was so bad. It was so good. Okay, Kyle. Okay, what sound? Going. What sound does a limping turkey make? Wobble, wobble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that was good. I got a good laugh out of you on that one. That was the best one so far. And Kyle. <laughs> Why did the police arrest the turkey? Why? They suspected foul play. Oh, I almost went four for four. Almost. Not... The wobble wobble one is the best, though. <laughs> the wobble wobble one. If anyone else has any one-liners they want to send our way, please. I I will do, we'll do an entire show one day of just one-liners. That would be please. the best thing ever. Christmas would come early for me. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104.